Welcome to Success Superstars, episode 100. Amanda, episode 100. That's special. That is pretty special. Mm -hmm. So before I introduce my special guest, Amanda, I'd like to just say for all my past 99 guests, thank you. Thank you for being a part of something really special. It's really near and dear to my heart to be able to share and interview all of our great and amazing agents and the stories that they've gone through. With that, it's now episode 100 and my special guest, Amanda Grantham from uh, McKinney, Texas, and to share your special story. All right. On episode 100. I'm excited, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And not everyone gets to do episode 100. No, just me. And it's part of that reason is because you have an amazing story. Now, before we get into your background, about two years ago, you attended one of our uh, awards events that we have called the CEPIs on an uh, annual basis. I did. And you weren't even licensed or one of our agents invited you as a guest just to come have a great time. Mm -hmm. I didn't even actually think of being in real estate at that time. Um, and I was invited as a guest and I was a stay-at-home mom. Right. So I didn't have anything else to do, you know. I didn't even watch my kids that day. Right. And um, have a great party. <laughs> yeah. You get to we, dress up. We wear tuxes. Yeah. And the, the, you know, it's it's any any excuse to dress up and get out of the house. I'm there. Right. Um. And so I went, and you know, I met a lot of really great people. Um. But there was one award that really stuck out to me, and it was your Rookie of the Year award. And um, I watched Angela Taylor go up there and give a really great speech and. You know, I, I love looking at houses. I love buying houses. So after that speech, I just was really intrigued, you know, and in hearing more about the business. Um, so I just dove in and got my license um, in June of 2018. And, you know, I set, I set volume goals and transaction goals. But, you know, what was crazy is when I learned you had to sell six transactions with JP or right. you get put, you know, on that suspension, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I, I hope I can just get six because I'd be right. so embarrassed if I were suspended. And, you know, my first year I, I, I set goals and I actually had to adjust my goals three separate times because I achieved that goal early on and I was like, okay, that was not a high enough goal. Um, so, you know, my final goal at, at 10 million, I hit in December and that was, that was really awesome for me. We were talking a little bit before the show. I, I think there's a little disagreement over the number. I think it's higher than 10 million. So we'll get I'd, that. I'd like for it to be. Yeah, we'll get that verified. So your first four year in real estate, well over $10 million in sales, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And with pe people that are experienced that would love to do 10 million. So let's unpack that for a minute. Let's go back before real estate, before you came to this amazing party we had. What were you doing before real estate? Um, I was in the car business for about six years. Um, I sold cars for a little bit and then I had the opportunity to um, be in finance um, based on, you know, a, a former boss that I had that knew I could do well. Right. Um, and once I started that, it was a little difficult for me because I'm very much a people pleaser. Um, I wasn't that type of car salesperson where you go in and I sell you that day. Right. That wasn't my style. I was very much so the person that would spend a lot of time with you. And if you wanted to go look at three other manufacturers, I'd give you my number and you know text you and, and say, hey, yeah, definitely go check those out. Let me know which one works out. I'd love to see you here. Um, most of the time I was hugging clients on their way out and oh. they'd leave and my boss would always tell me I made more friends than sales. But, <laughs> but what I will say about the car business is if I didn't sell a car to that person that day, they sent me five people who did. So right. it always came back full circle. Um, so 
I think that that's really beneficial in real estate because it, it's really important to be personable and it's really important to be liked. Right. And, and not be in it just for the sale. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone can see through that. Yeah. That, um, that piece. So, and then um, being a mother. Yeah. I'm assuming that that's had some lessons that's carried into real estate as well. Well, it's taught me a lot of patience with, with a lot of people. <laughs> right. There you Very go. important. Right. Well, good. Okay. So now you come into real estate and you saw one of our rookies and, and you set a goal. Mm -hmm. You said, that's going to be me mm -hmm. on that stage. And tell us about that, that kind of experience. <sighs> You know, my best and worst quality is to not fail. I've always been the type of person that I will, you know, I'll, I'll set a goal and even even when I exceed that goal, I have to set something higher because I feel right. like, you know, that that goal was too low. Even even like you said, you know, a lot of people don't hit 10 million for me. That that was a huge deal, but now I feel like I just need to do even better than that because right. if I could do it on my first year, what could I do, you know, my second year? Right. So 20, I 20 million. Yeah. Let's let's roll. What award is that? Yeah. It's like sapphire is 10 million and then Oh yeah, yeah. So you've got uh, ruby, sapphire, diamond, double diamond. Yeah. That's that's big. Okay. But let's do go. it. Well, so let's unpack that a little bit. Obviously, there was a lot of hard work, there was some strategy, there was some uh, you, you know, probably ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Give us the big picture. What what was the strategy going in that allowed you to be so successful right out of the gate? So because I was in sales for a long time and I grew up in there, I think that that's very important, you know, especially if you're not right. paying for leads, it's it's important to know people and also for people to like you. Right. Um, so right off the bat, I mean, I hit up every single person I could possibly think of on Facebook. Um, you know, it's not like you go out and you see, you don't see these people for years right. that you're friends with on social media. but. Um, when you reach out to them and you let them know, hey, this is my new business, which, you know, people get, people hit me up every day for, you know, certain MLMs and things like that. And I always respond, even if I'm not interested, just because I think it's really important to know, you know, who is working for certain, you know, companies and things like that that might benefit you in the future. So um, what I do is I message 30 people a week um, and I'll message the same 30 people six months later. Um, you know, on Facebook, you can see when they read and they don't respond. That doesn't hurt my feelings. It's, I think the biggest thing that people need to overcome is hearing no, which it's not scary. You know, um, I'm fairly annoying when it comes also to being in public because in the first minute, I do let anyone that I meet know that I'm a realtor. Right. I've, I've met a lot of people, you know, going out places, restaurants, bars with friends and family where I do drop it and, you know, I'm handing out business cards, not right. just because, but because they're asking. Um, right. So I think, I think a lot of people are afraid to just say what they do. And again, the, the worst you can ever hear from someone is no, and, and the best you can get right. is a sale. So I heard a couple of things. One, you're not afraid of the opinions of others. No. Right. That doesn't- Thick skin. Yeah, you have no fear. <laughs> but what I heard that's even more important than that is you have a system. Yeah. You said, okay, I have a goal, uh, a metric that you measure yourself to have 30 contacts a week, mm -hmm. minimum. Yes. That's just bare minimum. Yeah. And uh, you started that day in, day out, Weekend, weekend. Day one, yeah. Day one, and and you've been consistent. Mm -hmm. H has it been hard being consistent to do that day in and day out? No, especially once you see the business that you can get from it. It's it's not hard at all. In fact, like I said, I'll hit you know numbers and 
I pretty much make a goal for each month. And then my goal is to double the goal that I made. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where I'm just never satisfied with that. And so if I see, you know, yeah, I've hit this goal, but I, I can do better than that, right. I'll go back through. And, and again, people that maybe just left me on red and didn't say anything before, I'll, I'll hit them back up because they didn't tell me no the first time. So right. what's to say they're not going to say yes this time? Now, have you always been that goal-driven? Is that something that just comes naturally to you, or did you learn that through some experience? Um, yes. And no, um, I think growing up, uh, I was much more quiet, much more of a people pleaser, much more of a follower, um, mainly because I don't like for people to not like me or think right. of annoying things like that. But I think, um, you know, from especially being in the car business where you're 100% commissioned, just like you are in this business, there's no option to not do well or, you know, to not be driven like that. Otherwise, it's obviously not the right career path. It's the only job I say every day you wake up unemployed. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Every day you wake up unemployed. Now, what does the success mean to you? You know, it means a great deal. And I have a huge support group. My family, um, they're so great. And, you know, any post I ever do, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, everyone's sharing it, you know, any home for sale, or even if I'm promoting someone else's listing, they're promoting my listing, promoting their listing, you know? And so, um, I think my success, uh, is, is really just a feeling that you have it. It's not at the end of the day, it's not just about the money and, you know, the trips you can take and all the things you can buy with, you know, this new financial liberty, but, um, it's just seeing how far you've come and how proud, you know, everyone around me is of me. I think right. that that's really special to me because yeah. without that support group, I don't know that I would, you know, still be the same person I am. Yeah. It's so important that that support group you have, and I'm assuming they hold you accountable. Oh, definitely. As well. Now, you know, having such great success in the first year, what's the future look like? God, hopefully better than last year, yeah. you know? Um, I, you know, I haven't, I have to admit, I haven't sat down with my goals, you know, and, and drawn them out this year because I've actually been really busy in January. You know, right. I closed four deals already and I have 12 in escrow. So it's like, I, I know, don't be mad at me. I know I need to sit <laughs> down and, and go over those new goals, but I know that they're, they definitely have to be much better than last year. Yeah. Sounds like we need to have a coaching session. Yes, we do. To get you back on track. Yes. Cause we know that once you get caught up into that whirlwind, yep, you can lose it. You'll lose it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but but it sounds like you're you're so committed to you know doing better and better each month that mm -hmm. you kind of naturally reset your goals right. each month. It sounds yeah. like yeah, it's almost like you know even if I hit you know my thirty people or so for the week, if I feel next month oh my gosh I only have two closings you know last month I had four I'm like I'm I'm looking for it I'm looking right. where else you know I I'll go to um, I live in a in a newer community where we have six builders they right. all know me very well. You know, I'll stop in every few weeks to see, hey, do you have anyone that's coming up unrepresented that right. I can help out? You know, what not? Um, what can I do? Um, so I, I think it's just really important to just because maybe you do think you, you do think that you're doing well at the time doesn't mean you couldn't do better. Right. So networking is a key. Component. It's huge. I mean, it's huge. Like you, you have you have to be willing to put yourself out there. Yeah. Now, if you're going to talk to anybody that was in your shoes from sitting at that awards show two years ago, not even thinking, you know, anything about real estate, what advice would you give them? You know, my biggest regret is not starting sooner. I think everyone mm -hmm. says that, um, you know, again, I had always had, I think, I think a lot of people think 
man, I think real estate sounds cool. I could do that, but they don't actually go through it. And I have five people a week messaging me saying, hey, I see you're doing really well. I wanna do this, you know, do you have any advice for me? And you know, for, for all of the realtors that do really well, I know a lot of realtors that don't do really well. So it's really just about the, the how average, to, the yeah, exactly. I mean, and you just have to, you can't, you can't get licensed and, you know, want to be a realtor if you just want to be mediocre because that that's when people start looking for a second job because they're not making it. They make it, you know, part-time or, and whatnot. So I think, I think if you're thinking about it and, and you, you know, you have what it takes, just do it. Chris, I think we just found the quote, you know, every, every episode ha has its quote and, and you just said it, you know, don't be mediocre, yeah. right? Don't, don't come into this business to be mediocre. No one wants to be average. Right. And you're definitely uh, uh, above average. I appreciate that. So congratulations Thank on that. You. Well, as we wrap up this episode, uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience about your story, uh, the systems you do, a tool you use, something that... Yeah, you know, um, one of the biggest reasons I picked JPAR, um, other than his very small fee, which is amazing, um, is the classes. You know, I have people ask me all the time from other brokerages, you know, what what do you think about JPAR? What, what do you like about them? And especially as a newbie coming in, um, I think... I think veterans that have been in the business for a long time feel like they already know what they need to know and that's not true because this is a business where I mean you can learn something new every day and you're you're never going to know it all you know knowledge is key um, so with JPAR when you pull up that calendar and you, you might think hmm, you know I, I want to know more about um, you know investment properties you could pull up that calendar and there's a class that you could take, you know, via Zoom where you right. don't even have to change out of your pajamas and leave your house that day, right. you know, within a week. Right. So I think that it's really important. Um, I think that's a great tool that JPAR provides for everyone that not enough people utilize because you, you really can learn so much from just any of those classes, you know, if you decide to take one. Yeah, for sure. Education is key. Yeah. Particularly in the ever-changing environment that we're in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, before we wrap up, was there ever a time in, in your short period in real estate that you wanted to throw in the towel? Yeah, in the very beginning, the hardest time. I mean, I think I think it's frustrating for someone to, number one, devote so much money into starting because not only are you, you know, putting in money to get licensed, but you're not getting money back, especially, right. you know, for those people who don't have a job that are just jumping in the way that I did. Um, so... You know, when I got licensed in 2018, I, I did a lot of apartments and I did a lot of uh, rental deals that a lot of other people wouldn't do. And I still, you know, a year and a half later, I still will do those same deals because every single one of those deals I did before came back with a home sale the next year or, you know, within wow. next year, you know, we, we made a two year plan. Um, and I, I think that that's, that's really important too, to, to not, think that you're better than a deal because it's not enough, you know, or it might be too much work because I do think that they come back tenfold. Right. And it's a great service. Yeah. Speaking of service, what do you do to distinguish your service from everyone else? Um, I think it really has to do with being personable. Um, and, you know, if you do take the route of messaging people on Facebook every day, I never copy and paste the same message ever. Uh, I type it out every single time. Obviously, I go along the same lines. Hey, you know, 
I was just reaching out. I wanted to see if you have a, a realtor in your circle of friends and family. If not, I'd love to be your go-to. You know, it's, it's been a long time. I'd love to catch up. You know, most of my people I have on Facebook, I do actually know and I haven't seen in a long time. So I think it's really important to, to be personable or say, hey, you know, I, I saw you just got engaged. Congrats on that. Let me know if there's anything I can do, you know, with real estate needs in the future. I'd love to help. Right. Yeah, good. Well, there you have it. So this has been episode 100 with uh, and nominated nominated for the rookie of the year this year. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll know in a couple of weeks how, how that ends up. So with that, we'll see you soon on another episode of Success Superstars. And Amanda, thank you for joining us yeah, today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate yeah, it. You're welcome.